see no fictional highwaymen nor Marxist Daleks out of their little tin boxes on Lord alone knows what, nor goblins, nor pixies, nor jabberwocks, nor vortisaurs. Vortisaurs? Dinosaurs. I meant dinosaurs. I must have got my tongue twisted. Well, dinosaurs I wouldn't be in the least bit bothered about. Vortisaurs, on the other hand. Look, there are no vortisaurs, uh, whatever they are. Doctor, are you never going to shut that door? I must say our surroundings seem remarkably unremarkable. Earth-type settlement, pop-up pod-like dwellings, lightweight plasteel construction. A colony world, sometime in the early 3000s. The houses do seem a little hovely. You're showing your class, Miss Pollard. No, I meant like servants' cottages on an estate. <laughs> Again? No! Serving the big house on the hill, obviously. Big house on the hill? That big house on the hill. Ah, big red house on the hill, I see it. There's a possibility, I suppose. Odd, though, that there's no one about. Hardly. It's night. No, it's not night. Have you been at the carrot juice again? It's dawn. Well, shortly before dawn, at least. See that telltale glow on the horizon? Oh, yes. Which would invalidate your servants' theory, rather. What do you mean? Your well, servants would be up by now, preparing the Lord and Lady's kedgery. Oh, kedgery. You know, sometimes, Miss Pollard, I wonder if calling you Miss Pollard isn't a terrible breach of etiquette. Would Milady be more appropriate, or would a simple ma'am suffice? Oh, well, that'll be the villager's alarm call, I expect. Wake up, sleepy heads, rise and shine, show a leg, the morning's fine. Hope they've got a kipper going spare. I'm famished. I say, what was that? What on earth? Shutters being closed, blinds being pulled, bolts being slammed. Perhaps they don't like strangers much. That bell from the Red House, you know, if I didn't know better, I'd say that was the sound of a curfew bell. Curfew bell at dawn? What happens in the day, I wonder, to make the people only come out at night? Did you hear that? I did. They're getting closer. Hmm. Coming from this way, I think. Doctor, what are you doing? My curiosity's peaked. Bells to your curiosity. Let's get back to the TARDIS. Good grief. Sergeant! Sergeant, see! See! Curfew breakers. But turned already. Flagrants. Blatants. Red hoods on, ladies. Werewolves? Werewolves, surely. Well, have it your way. The point is, werewolves on wheels. Werewolves in uniform? Werewolves in hoods? Yeah, it's curious how they're all covered up. They're heading our way. TARDIS? Rather. Run! Oh. I've just thought what the Lord and Lady have for breakfast. Might not be Ketchery, indeed. Oh no, more of them. And they're blocking the way to the TARDIS. No way north, east or west, so... South? Into the trees? Into the forest? Obviously! Into the dark, scary, fairy tale forest? Obviously. Where he goes? Wait! Why wait? Constable! They've got into the trees! Into the forest! Where the skin hides are! Pull yourselves together! You're police officers! You're not scared of a few skin hides! Fetch guns from the transport! We're not scared, Sarge! It's just the skin hides! They're all uh, skinny! Get after them! Yes, ma'am! Oh, ah! These branches are ferocious. Oh, not as ferocious as what on our tails. Come on. Oh, my coat. Never mind your coat. Keep going. Oh, oh Lord alone knows where mind is black as pitch in here. Oh, that'll be the tree cover blocking out the sun. I wonder. Coat. Well, never mind the coat, you said. Oh, give me your coat. I will not. 
You're shorter than me. You'll trail my tails in the mud. I don't want to wear it, stupid. It's dark, yes? Yes, so? So, if those werewolves are anything like foxhounds, and I rather think they are, they'll be tracking us by scent. And what are you wearing that smells most of you? I'm not just abandoning my coat. No, if I take your coat, then we split up. They'll follow your coat and me, not you. Oh. Saving me from being ripped to death by a werewolf is an excellent plan. Um, what about you? I'm shorter than you. I can run under the branches. Coat, now! Oh, well. Right, you lie low here. I'll give them a bit of a run-around. Meet you in the village in half an hour, say? I accede to your irresistible force, Miss Pollard. Oh, gosh, you've got long arms. Mm. I'll see you back at the TARDIS. Oh, oh, Charlie! Oh, Charlie, are you all right? Oh, a pit trap. Oh. How many times have I fallen into a pit trap? Well, I don't know. How many times have you fallen into a pit trap? Oh, just once or twice. You hurt? Mm, remarkably, no. How about... Don't you dare ask after your coat. I was about to say, how about I try to find a good long branch or something to help you oh. out? There, there, in the bushes. How about you find that good long branch, then whack our wolfy friends with it while they're distracted looking at me? Another excellent plan. I must say, Miss Pollard, you're full of good ideas today. Why, thank you. Mush, mush. <laughs> well, this is just marvellous, oh, kidgery. I smell them both. They've fallen in the skin hive trap. <laughs> Only me, I'm afraid. What the... Then where is the other? A good long branch. Yes, that'll do. <sighs> Quiet. Yes, they'll hear you. Well, did someone say something? <laughs> Whispering. So the police don't catch us, duh. Ah, so that lot over there are police werewolves. Werewolves? Yes, I can see you are. My, what big teeth you've got, etc. My point is, if you two werewolves are hiding from that lot of police werewolves, that makes you criminal werewolves? You are running from them too. Fair point. My dilemma, though, is this. Should I be more worried about a pack of police werewolves or a pair of criminal werewolves? <laughs> One of them with their large, hairy paws around my throat! Lena, what are you doing? He's a skinhide too, isn't he? I suppose. Take the branch off him. We'll take him to Ugo. No need to snatch. Sorry. Ugo? Lena, are you sure? Ugo will know what to do. Look, you don't understand either of you. I can't just go anywhere. Those police werewolves, they've got my friend. She fell into some sort of pit trap. That was them. Aaron, go and look. Go! Is your friend a skinhide too? Well, if by skinhide you mean her hide's made... I said! They're taking her away. That's that, then. Come on. I can't just leave Charlie. Look, there's nothing we can do. The police have her. They'll take her to the Red House, and that'll be the end of her. The what? Now, I must Aaron, insist... Aaron, whack him. What? What? Use the branch, whack him. Now, look here. There's no need to... <laughs> It's like being stuck in the lavatories at a debutante's ball. Silence! Well, 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 well. We got one, Sergeant. Look, it's a female. So, what about the other, you yowling whelp? Got away. She's wearing his coat. Tear off a strip. Hey! Hand it over, Constable. Hmm. So that's what he smells like. Disgusting. Pass it around, girls. Remember his musk. Oh, the doctor will not be happy. The doctor's who you're going to, girl. What? Constable, call the Red House. Tell Dr. Payne to expect a new patient. Yes, Mum. Dr. 
pain. Conditioning room. It is. Slow down. Stop slobbering. A female from the forest. Good. Good. I've not had a female. No, no. Bring it straight in. I'm nearly through with this one. Goodbye. How is that for you, Dennis? Better. You'll soon learn. Here in the Red House, there's no such word as can't. We're here. Cool scene, huh? Where in Rassilon's name have you brought me? Can't we take his hood off, Lena? He didn't see the way he came. When Ugo says, same goes for untying him. Oh, there's Ugo now. Ugo! Ugo! It sounds like a panty. Don't worry about it, it'll be all right. I hope. You hope? Lena, lovely Lena, you made it. <laughs> Wouldn't have missed it for anything, Ugo. Not for anything in the world. Hi, uh, Ugo? I'm Aaron. Uh, Lena said that... I, I said it'll be okay. He's not cool, but... He's cool. Not cool, not cool. I get you, Lena. Aaron, you're all right. Go help yourself to nibbles. Cool. Nibbles? What sort of nibbles? Who's the dude in the hood? I don't know exactly. We found him running around in the forest just after curfew. Him and a girlfriend, dressed like that, bold as anything. Hardcore. The constable's got the girl. He got all noisy about it. I thought, rather than let him give us away, I thought better bring him here blind, you know? Just in case. Okay. Untie him, then. Oh, at last. Now, let the dog see the rabbit. Lift his hood, Lena. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, boy, that's better. So, uh... A werewolf party. Well, let me tell you, young Lena, if you think you're making me into Volivore, you better think again. <laughs> hey, 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 relax. I can tell you're an old hand. The young ones, they can't control themselves, not at first, but you're not going to go crazy on us, are you? I haven't the slightest intention of going crazy, Mr. Ugo. But you've got to go with the three rules, man. First rule, no changing before you get here. We all get skin-like when I give the signal and not before. Skin-like? You know what I mean. Well, if it's that sort of party, I think I'd rather leave. <laughs> Funny. Second rule. What goes on at the party stays at the party. Oh, put that hood back on me then. Really, I'd sooner you did. <laughs> you are one hilarious guy. And the third rule? Alina, tell him. Third rule is, you let on to the constables, you die. Yes, well, I've got constable trouble too. The girlfriend, yeah. Constables have been busy lately. How do you mean, Hugo? They got Dennis on his way back after last time. No. Took him to the Red House. Poor guy. Yes, about this Red House. Later, man. It's past sunup. Time we got this party started! Why have you stopped? You can't have just vanished. Hold on a moment. This here rock. Shift it, ladies. Push the backbone into it. That's it. It's moving. Look at that. A tunnel. Oh, yes. Yes. He came this way, all right. Hush now, hush! Hush! This is it, girls. This must lead to where the skin hides hide out. And we're going to catch them in the act. 
Time he let our hair down. Time he did what comes naturally. Yes, that's just what I was afraid of. <laughs> you crack me up, dude. It's all right, guys. This is, uh, um... Oh, the doctor. <sighs> the what? Doctor? Doctor Payne! Uh, it's all right. It's all right. Guys, just yanking your tails. You are yanking our tails, right? No, I am the doctor. <laughs> well, just the doctor. That's my, um, handle. Whoever this Dr. Payne might be, it isn't me. Then you you don't know Dr. Payne? Well, I haven't the faintest idea who she or he might be. Where'd you say you come from again? Oh, just around. All of you, I mean you no harm. All I want is to retrieve my companion from this red house. Well, that wouldn't be where this Dr. Payne lives, by any chance. Hmm. Something's not right about you, man. Hold him, you guys! But please, be careful with those claws! I don't know about you, Doctor, but hey, easy enough to find out if you're really one of us. How exactly? Scratch you. Bite you. Oh, I, I, I'm sure I can think of an easier way to establish my credentials. Lena's right. Nice thinking, Lena. Oh, let me do it, Hugo. Please. Uh, oh, listen, in the town square, there's a box, a blue box. That's how I got here. Take me there and I'll show you. All I have to do is open it up and you'll... And you'll what? Key. My key's in my coat. And that's with Charlie. I want to do it, Hugo. I want to bite him now. No, no, um... All right, Lena, you got it. Oh. You guys, open the roof. Oh, the roof? Well, I, I don't understand. There you go, Lena. There's your sunlight. A beam of sunlight channeled through the roof of the cave. I told you, we change when we get here, man. Come on, let's have a beat! Lena, uh, are you sure you want to do this? Oh, you've got to try it, Aaron. It's amazing. It's the best feeling ever. The floor's yours, Lena. Here I go. Here's where I get skin-like. Lena! So she's coming. Oh, what's happening to her? She's taking me over. She's having a fit. Oh, that poor wolf child. Well, won't somebody help her? Watch, Doctor. It's receding. Crack, isn't it? I never I never thought it'd be like this. Incredible. All across the universe, there are legends and stories of people who become like wolves in moonlight. But never in all my wanderings have I heard the opposite, of wolves who become like people in daylight. Well, I say people. Lumbering proto-humanoids would be more accurate. Savage lumbering proto-humanoids, yes. This is the Red House. I was expecting something more stylish. But it's just another police station, really. Not that I've been inside that many police stations, I hasten to add. Name? Charlotte Pollard. And yours, Constable? Daisy... <sighs> I'm asking the questions. Daisy? <laughs> Your name's Daisy? Occupation... <laughs> <laughs> Occupation! Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, Edwardian adventurous. I say Edwardian, it's Georgian properly. But then one thinks of bonnets and bath spa and Jane Austen, and that's not right, is it? Adventure... One R, two S's. A case of artistic license, I suppose. I'd take a romantic truth over a literal one any day, wouldn't you? Address? Just miss. None given. What's the point of all these dreary questions, anyway? Because you won't be able to answer once you've been muzzled. Sorry, I didn't quite catch that through the hood. Porter, at last! You took your time. Why is he wearing the suit and hood, anyway? Sunsuit. Protects us from daylight. Yes, but we're inside now. 
Silly him wearing it. I couldn't catch a word. He said, because you won't be able to answer once you've been muzzled. Yes, but... muzzled? Hold her still. No! Wait! There's no need for... There's a relief. Porter, take her to reconditioning. Take her to Dr. Pine. Well, I presume if the mythology holds true and young Lena bites me when she's like this... She'll know by the taste of your blood. She'll know if you're not one of us. And if I'm not? Well, then either you'll become like us, problem solved, but most likely she'll just rip your throat out. Ah. I told you, Doctor, the young ones go kind of crazy. <laughs> ah! Not my face! Ah! busy, we'll take them by surprise. Pistols locked and loaded, girls. Take your hoods off, it's dark enough. Don't want you to miss a shot. She scratched my face. Am I bleeding? Arid, am I bleeding? You're not bleeding. Well, show me, please. Uh, back of my fob watch. Yes, there, in my waistcoat. It's as good as any mirror. See? Oh, I'm not bleeding. Nonetheless, vicious. Lena, no! Don't kill him! All right, that's enough. Freeze, you filthy team recidivists. The police? Oh, mercy. Don't move, any of you. My girls have got you covered. I'm sure there's no need for violence, officer. Sergeant! Oh, Sergeant, I apologise. We'll come quietly... Won't we? Never. They'll take us to the Red House. Take our human nature away. Well, well, well. Ugo. We've been on your trail for a long time. How'd you sniff me out? We didn't. We followed him. What? Whoever he is. Me? Oh, hold on. That's a bit of my coat. What's happened to my coat? It was you, Doctor. You betrayed us. You gave us away. No. <laughs> Not intentionally, I assure you. I said don't move! Well, Ugo, it's your call. Tell your gang to give themselves up and live. Or... Or we just take the survivors. Right, girls? Or we take our chances. Because we're stronger than you if we change. No! Into the light, people! That's a shame. Ready arms, girls. Stand by to fight! This is an outrage! Let me out of this thing at once! Ah, the captured female. Excellent. Just here, thank you, Porter. And who the devil might you be? Hold on. You're human. I'm Dr. Painton. No, not Payton. As you can see, I'm not like you. I'm a true human. So rest assured, my methods are perfectly humane. But I'm human! Now, in a moment, I'm going to pop up to that gallery there, behind the glass. Then I'll begin to extract those nasty, primal urges from your brain. Urges? The only urge I've got right now is the strong desire to punch you on the nose! Oh dear. Very high levels of simian aggression. Straps are good and tight. Well done, Porter. Still, best we keep that muzzle on for now. Oh, for goodness sake! Curious, since her proto-human form would appear remarkably stable. But then I've not had a female before. Porter! Could you move the psychic extraction probe into position? What on earth is that? That's my special machine for taking away all that horridness to make you happy and stable in your wolverine form. Now, don't worry. It's been tested over and over with results that are within acceptable bounds. What does that mean? As I said, 
I have to go upstairs. Being a true human, well, I can't risk being caught in the beam. Not when it's set to remove human urges. Why, I'd be left like some sort of vegetable. And we wouldn't want that now, would we? You don't understand! I'm a human! A real human! You can't do this! You'll turn me into an artist! Porter, help me! Help you? <laughs> testing testing can you hear me all right good porter you better come up behind the glass you can't just leave me nearly ready to begin don't go please yes she does seem rather set in that form hardly any of her body hairs grown back and we're not in daylight. Oh, good, you're here. Keep well back from the controls, Porter. Now, I have decided, since you appear to be an especially trenchant case, I'm going to double the frequency of the psychic extraction. Just to give us a good head start on your treatment. What? You just lie back and think nice. Powering up. Now. Wait ten minutes and see what that does to her. Well, I meant to say, Porter, it's perfectly safe up here behind the glass. You can remove the hood of your sunsuit if you... As you can see, I already have. But you're... You're human! My dear Dr. Painton... I'm nothing of the sort. Horrible! Horrible! Join us, Aaron. No, no! Have you quite finished, Ugo? Let's see your bullets hurt us when we're like this, Sergeant! Then it's just as well my girls took the precaution of exchanging their silver fleshettes for lead cartridges. Lead? Ready, ladies? Let them have it! No! I won't stand by while you massacre these... Well, people is pushing it, but you know what I mean. Ignore him, girls. He's just another skin hide. Ready? I... If reason won't work, all I have left is... is bribery. Easy, girls. Easy. What sort of bribe, exactly? My fob watch. See? Now, this, ladies, is no ordinary fob watch. This is an antique, gifted unto me by none other than the King of the Dandies, Beau Brummel himself. You're saying that's valuable? Come closer, you'll see what's so special about it. Because Beau, dear old Beau, vain old peacock that he was, had a mirrored surface set into the back of this timepiece, so he could check his impressive coiffure at a moment's notice. See how it catches the light as I swing it to and fro, backwards and forwards, tick, tock, tick, tock. He's trying to hypnotise us, girls. Hypnotise, you gracious me, no. I was just trying to position the mirrored surface to catch the beam of daylight. The light! And reflect it back at you. The police change now? It would appear so, but I doubt they'll be any more amicable towards you lot once they're done. Quickly, you go. The rest of you, pass them into the forest. No, we fight them, kill them. We do not run away. Listen to yourselves. Young Aaron's right. You lot want to be human? Well, I promise you, if you possess one iota of the human instinct for survival, you'll run, fast as your two legs will carry you. Pete speaks true. Run! Go on! Run! Is that it, Dr. Payne? Dr. Payton has become unexpectedly indisposed. The porter? What do you mean, indisposed? I'm afraid, Miss Pollard, that Dr. Payton would have killed you. 
quite by accident. And we couldn't have that, could we? Not when we consider the consequences for the web of time. Never be free. Never, man. Who's that? Who's there? Hugo. Hugo, it's me. Little Lena. You've changed back. <laughs> he too. No daylight in the forest. It's all just faded away. Like a dream. But it was amazing while it lasted. You were amazing. I was ugly. You were ugly. You shouldn't be here. None of you. Hugo. You've been crying. Come on, girl. I'm a big bad wolf. The others have all scattered. Waiting for dusk, I think. Then they'll sneak off home, I guess. Home. Not me, though. I don't want to go back to Mom and Dad in the village. I don't want to be a good little wolf girl who only comes out at night. I want to stay here in the forest. I... I want to stay here with you. With... Oh, no, 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 man. That's no good. Why? Don't say you don't want me, Ugo. I couldn't bear it. And if I do, Lena, what'll happen? You'll just run back home, won't you? Run back to Mama and Papa and the village and... Everything will be just like it always was. I won't go, Ugo. I swear. I love you, Ugo. I'd do anything. You don't get it, girl. It's not about you and me. It's not about thrills. Oh, Ugo, please. Then what is it all about, Ugo? You. What are you doing here? Lena. Are you all right, Lena? We've been looking everywhere. Drop dead, poppy boy. Please, Ugo, tell me. What is it all about? Your little... Gang, your secret parties, skulking in the forest, hiding from the police. It's about freedom, man. Freedom! Come on, come on, go for Mohan! Better, Miss Pollard? Much. Uh, trolley straps? All in good time. Oh, come on. Quiet. The question, Charlotte Pollard, is not... Can you trust me? The question is, can I trust you? Absolutely, completely, totally. Please, I can't feel my toes. And the doctor, does he trust you? Absolutely, completely, totally? Well, of course he does. And what if I were to tell him that you're rather more than just some random castaway whom he happened, by chance, to pick up in the year 500,002? That you are, or rather will be, the companion of his eighth, oh-so-dashing incarnation. Well, Miss Pollard? You seem remarkably well-informed for a porter. I'm a time lord, if you hadn't already guessed. Well, evidently. What are you doing here in the middle of this madhouse? Why, <laughs> looking for you, Charlotte Pollard. My granddad was a crazy old dog. Fur all grey and wiry. Sometimes when he used to tuck me in at dawn, shutters closed to block out the rising sun. Sometimes he'd tell me stories, you know, about the island of the Red House and how it came to be. We're on an island! Where'd you say you came from again? Shut up! Ugo's talking. My granddad, he said it was maybe 200 years ago when the first colony ship touched down on the mainland, bringing Earthmen to this strange new world. In all respects, the planet seemed ripe for colonization. Earth-like, verdant, oxygen-rich. But it wasn't uninhabited. Packs of predatory, dog-like creatures roamed its plains. Savage, cannibalistic beasts. Naturally, the colonists set about isolating and exterminating them. Exterminating being the thing you humans are second best at in the universe. Thank you very much. I don't see what any of this has to do with me and the Doctor, though. You will, Miss Pollard. You will. The dog things, well, they bit back. I mean, literally bit back. And when they did, they passed on some kind of weird disease. Don't tell me a virus catalyzed by moonlight. Oh, I don't do science, man, but something like that, yeah. 
The humans made the native animals go extinct. That much was, as I believe they say, a no-brainer. But what was to be done about those of their own number, infected by a virus that caused them to suffer a violent physical transformation every eighth night? Eighth night? The planet has an eight-day lunar cycle, Miss Pollard. Keep up. Pardon me for being a no-brain human. Normally, your species wouldn't hesitate to destroy another. But a mostly human species, that posed them quite the moral dilemma. So they dumped our ancestors here, banished to an island in the middle of the ocean, far away from the mainland. A leper colony. Yeah, you could say that. So over the next couple of hundred years, they just got on with it. The wolf boys and wolf girls making lots of little wolf babies under the light of the silvery moon. Only each successive generation became a little more wolf than man, until a tipping point was reached and their human side became the horrific mutation. When the mainland authorities realised that the islanders' wolverine part was taking over, when they realised that the islanders had become more alien animal than man, extermination leapt back to the top of their agenda. The irony was, the islanders were now docile and dull in their wolverine form. It was only when their proto-human side came out that they became wild and aggressive. My granddad, he said the day was coming when the mainlanders would come and wipe us out, out of fear. What we've got to do is get out, practice the mutation, learn to control it so we can cross the ocean and pass among them. Cross the ocean? Who goes right, Lena? We can't just stay here. Yes, but what about this red house? Who's this Dr. Payne? Not long ago, however, a compromise was reached when a particularly brilliant zoologist argued that the islander's evolution could be stalled if she employed a psychic extraction process to remove the wolverine's most savage proto-human urges. I see. So that's what this Dr. Painton is up to. That's what this blasted machine is in aid of. Precisely. Well, that's all right then, isn't it? I mean, it's not ideal, but it works. So the problem is... The problem is, Miss Pollard, that some liberal-minded idiot, some self-appointed arbiter of all that's right and good, might one day come to the island and decide to take a moral stand. What this Dr. Payne is up to, it's... It's monstrous. You said it, man. Using a process of psychic lobotomization to control and coerce an intelligent hybrid species... It's appalling. You're not wrong, Doc. You wolverines have every right to live in peaceful coexistence alongside the human colonists on the mainland. More so, arguably, given that the most part of you is native to this world. Oh, I'll enjoy putting a stop to this. Speak in my language, fella. What are we going to do, Doctor? Well, first... I'll tell you what we're going to do. Aaron? We're going to go to the Red House. We're going to rescue this Doctor's girlfriend and we're going to rescue my cousin Dennis. Dennis? Dennis is your cousin. Oh, I suppose you thought I was only playing the rebel to impress you, Lena. I... I... Yeah, not everyone's as shallow as you. Why do you think I only showed an interest in joining you skinheads now? Ha! Puppy boy's got teeth! Ah, we all agreed then. We rescue Charlie, we rescue Dennis... Then we trash Dr Payne's machine and we burn the red house down to the ground. Now, steady on! Let's do it, man! Ow, ow, ow! The islander's very existence hangs by the most slender of threads. Should the Red House be overrun, should the wolverines prove themselves ungovernable, the mainland humans will respond in the only way they know how, by authorizing a genocide. And the doctor doesn't realize. The doctor is on the verge of making one of the most terrible mistakes of his lives. That's why you've come here. You've come here to stop him. I'm a Time Lord, Miss Pollard. I cannot intervene, not even to prevent a fellow Time Lord committing such a cardinal error, one that might haunt him to the end of his days, one that might lead to criminal proceedings even. What, really? Nor indeed could I permit anyone else to intervene in such an affair. At least, no one else bound to the delicate strands of the web of time, which is, I believe, almost everyone. But that's all right, because I'm... Yes, 
Miss Pollard. Oh, clever. Very. In that case, I have just one question for you, Mr. Time Lord from the future. Would it be an unseemly intervention for you to undo these straps? Sarge! What kept you? Ah, oh, back with your tails between your legs. Here, let me help you with your sunsuit. Get off me, Daisy! The skinhides have a new pack leader. This doctor. Oh, how I'm going to make him suffer. Of course you will. Mug of fish guts. Adam Stewie. But first, first I'm going to make his girlfriend suffer. Okay, I rounded up the others. They're kind of scared, but... Tell them not to worry. No fur will be flying. Not if I can help it. Aaron, are you ready? If this sunshield of the doctor's lasts... Well, keep it above your head. The leaves and branches should keep you covered long enough to reach the Red House. You know, if you Wolverines had enjoyed a natural evolution, you'd have invented the parasol by now. All right. I'm ready. Aaron, I, uh... <clears throat> I think you're being very brave. We'll be right behind you, Aaron. Now run like the wind, man! Don't worry. I will. Dr. Payne? Dr. Payne! Here we go, Sarge. Nice pot of guts. You'll feel so much better. Stuff the fish guts. I'll just leave them there for you. There's no answer from Dr. Payne. Busy with that Pollard creature, I expect. Oh, I didn't like her. Really, I didn't. I'm going up to the reconditioning room. I've got plans for that Charlie. Poor Sarge. Worries of the world on her shoulders. Mm, oh, nice warm guts. Lovely. Uh, let me in. I surrender. What the devil? Please, officers, please let me in. The sunlight has got to my toes. I'll change and I don't want to. In you come. Oh, thank you, Constable. F thank you. Dr. Payne! Let me in. What's keeping you? Uh, oh, oh, the agony. Oh, Dr. Payne, please stop. I'll be a good little weird girl in future, I promise. Just don't go too far. I need the Pollard creature alive. What did you think? Very convincing, I'm sure. When I saw the monsters they'd become, I couldn't bear it, Constable. I just couldn't. Skin hides. Ugh, not natural. Disgusting. I don't ever want to be like that. Please, Constable. Please, take me to Dr Payne. Payne's busy. Constable! What's that teen throwback doing in here? Surrendered, Sarge. Gave himself up. Why? The third rule. Speak up! The third rule of the gang is, you let on to the constables... <laughs> Die. We're under attack! So many of them! Stop whispering! Sound the alarm! Yes, Mom! That sounds like some sort of emergency. The doctor meddling in things he doesn't understand. It has been known. Quickly, Miss Pollard. Find him. Stop him. Get him back to his TARDIS. Which is where, incidentally? Blue box in the town square. Why do you need a lift? No, no. I have my own means of transportation. Besides, the doctor must not know I was here. I know. Intervention, web of time. Yawn. Now hurry, Miss Pollard. Hurry. You can count on me. That I can, Miss Pollard. That I can. <laughs> They're locked out of reception. What? Um, Sarge, I don't see the Aaron. Sergeant, at last. Idiot, Constable. That Aaron sealed us in while your back was turned. Not just my back. That was a plan. 
Come on in, Doctor. Quickly. Thank you, Aaron. The old wolf in the fold trick never fails. I knew they wouldn't think to check the side entrances. Not with a sufficient distraction at the front. You're very clever, Doctor. Nonsense. But I flatter myself I'm a little more quick-witted than the average policeman. Now, which way to this reconditioning um, room? Up the stairs, I think. Uh, come on, then. I dread to think what this Dr. Payne has... <sighs> The old wolf in the fold trick, I should have known. Charlie, am I pleased to see you. Doctor, you idiot. I beg your pardon? You blithering, bundling, meddling idiot. What do you want, Ogar? Where's that doctor? I can't think. Stop that noise! Come, Ugo. We're indoors. We're... We... Change back, then we think. Think now, Sergeant. You call mainland. Make them send flyer. What? Send flyer to ev ev evacuate Dr. Payne. Ugo, that wasn't the plan. My plan now. Mine. Flyer arrives. We take flyer. Fly to mainland. What then, Ugo? Ugo, what then? Then we bite the mainlanders. Bite them, scratch them, make them like us. You can't! The mainlanders help us! Do it, Sergeant! Call them now! Never! You, others! You kill Constable! No! Kill Constable now! Please! Don't, don't kill me! Oh, please! Listen to me, Doctor. These people, they're dangerous. At least in their proto-human form. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Trust me, hmm? Their leader, Ugo, he's a reasonable man. Well, wolf person. All we've come here to do is rescue you. And Dennis. And Dennis, yes. And then smash this machine of Dr. Paynton to pieces. Paynton? Her name's Dr. Paynton? Oh, that's a thought. I wonder where she is. Well, let's go and find her. There are a few things I'd like to say to this painter. Where is this reconditioning room exactly? This way. It's this uh, way. I just hope you know what you're doing. Doctor! Anne! Lena! Lena, you changed back. I used your sun shield to make my way around. Oh, Aaron, it was terrible. It's Ugo. He can't control his urges. He went mad, made the others kill that stupid constable. Not Daisy! Doctor, I told you! He's made the sergeant send for a flyer. They're going to steal it and infect the mainland. What? Does he want to start a war? Whether or not that's what he wants, that's what'll happen. Doctor, he can't win. The mainlanders will retaliate. There'll be a genocide. Genocide? Oh, my dear Miss Pollard, I think that's a bit of a leap. I'll go and talk to Ugo. I'm sure I can calm him down. You can't. He'll tear you limb from limb like Daisy. Doctor, listen to her. Yes, well, well, perhaps there's another way we might yet calm the situation. I told you, I can't reach Dr. Payne. Dr. Payneton. Kill them, Sergeant. Send fire now. Control. Control. They've hung up. What did they say? Have they sent fire? They said... They said that the containment protocol had been initiated. What does that mean? This psychic extraction machine of Dr. Paynton's, if I can boost its effective area, I can calm the raging psyches of everyone in the vicinity of the Red House. Is that possible? I only hope it'll be enough. In here! Dr. Paynton, colloquially but far from unreasonably known as Dr. Payne, I want a word with you about this machine of yours. It's gone. Come on, show yourself, wherever you are. Up there, behind the glass, is that where you're hiding? I said it's gone. Gone? It was right here, right where I'm standing, and it's gone. Perhaps someone moved it. Don't be ridiculous. It was this massive great probe thing, twice my size. It wouldn't have got out of the doors. Are you sure this is the right room? I'm not actually stupid. Well, massive great probe things don't just disappear. My machine? Where's my machine? Aha! Dr. Payton, I presume. It was just here, and then... Yes, that's just what I was saying. You! Who... who removed your muzzle? You were just lying there on the trolley a moment ago. 
Half an hour ago, at least. No, it was a moment ago. And the other man, the porter... What porter? Yes, there may have been something I neglected to mention. He came into the gallery. I, I remember he had some sort of strange device in his hand. He raised it, and then... And then it was now. Yes. And I was still standing. Madam, this stretches credulity. A stun beam would have rendered you prostrate and wholly unconscious. But what you're describing is time-freezing technology. And let me assure you, no one on this wholly unremarkable backwater planet can possibly be in possession of such a thing. Apart from the porter. What, what porter? porter? Yes, again, what porter? And just what was it you neglected to mention, Miss Pollard? The porter who got me out of my straps. Uh -huh. As it turned out, he wasn't a porter at all. He was... Well, it does seem awfully remiss of me not to have said anything before now. Uh, go on. He was... Well, he said he was a Time Lord. A Time Lord? They're your people, aren't they, Doctor? Yes, they are indeed. Oh, I see it all now. Well, I don't. Well, it's becoming very clear. This psychic extraction machine of Dr. Painton's is a truly terrible invention. And some sneaky CIA spook, I suspect, has exploited the fact of my presence here to snatch it away for their own devious purposes. Wait. Where's Dr. Payne going? I'll find out. You're saying the containment protocol cannot be countermanded. But that means... Hello? Hello? Oh, mercy. What's the problem? Dr. Payne? No, 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 that doesn't make sense. Even the Celestial Intervention Agency wouldn't dare pull off such a snatch if there was the slightest danger of their being found out. But what if there wasn't any danger of their being found out? Well, how? The mainlanders have sent a missile. This entire island is about to be destroyed in a nuclear explosion. What? Yes. That would provide more than adequate cover to stage a heist. Dr. Painton, how do you know this exactly? It's what they've always wanted. All my life, I've been fascinated by these wonderful freaks, these wolverines. Um, freaks? Forgive me. Most of the mainlanders are terrified of you. Old wounds run deep. But some of us believe that you ought to be regarded as a protected species. Hence the psychic extraction process. It was the only way to ensure the creature's survival. Oh. I promised the authorities they'd be monitored, controlled, made safe. But should my experiment fail, should the creatures overrun the Red House, a containment protocol was to be enacted. Nuclear annihilation. What a very human response. Where's this fire? Why is it not here? It's not coming, Ugo. Not coming? Then you traitor, Sergeant. I called the mainland, as you asked, on the emergency communications line. But they said that Dr. Painton alone was permitted to make such a call. She wasn't able to verify or countermand it, so the containment protocol has been enacted. My hand hurts. It means, you fool, they've sent a missile. We're all going to die. Die? Why do you think I wanted to hunt down a load of stupid teenagers? For fun? Why do you think I supported Dr. Payne and what she was doing? I did it so our people would survive. So the mainlanders wouldn't wipe us out. We... we kill you. If you must. But if I were you, I wouldn't waste any of your last remaining moments. All of you, go back to your families. Go back and tell them you love them. While you still can. Dr. Payton. How far away is the mainland? How long have we got till this missile arrives? I... I don't know. What? The sergeant must have raised the alarm after Ugo killed the constable. That was, what, 15 minutes ago? Maybe five minutes. Five minutes? All or less. I, I, I don't know. Doctor, we need to get back to the TARDIS. Correction, Miss Pollard. We need to evacuate the entire population of this island into the TARDIS. What? The TARDIS? His spaceship time machine thing. Dr. Painton, can you sound the curfew bell from here? Yes, but I... Then kindly do so post-haste. We need to get the entire population out into the town square. It's daylight. They won't come out, not for anything. They'll, they'll, they'll be too afraid. Then they'll just have to not be afraid. 
The Wolverines are right. It's pointless. If you really have a spaceship time machine thing, and you can really evacuate someone... Oh, you want me to save your skin, I suppose? No! I want you to save these two. Us. Them. They're young. They look to be fertile. Save a breeding pair and you save the species. There are spare sunsuits in the corridor. Hurry! We're not... I mean, we're not... um... Shut up, Aaron. What, really? Doctor, we're running out of time. I can't save just two of them. It's not enough. It's better than none of them. Doctor, please. (gasps) I'll sound the curfew all the same, but go. Please. Take them and go. It's hopeless. They're not coming out. I told you. Doctor, we can't do anything. That missile might strike at any moment. What is this TARDIS? Not that blue box. Exactly that blue box. Go on, you two, run. What are we waiting for, Doctor? Key. Key? TARDIS key. You're wearing my coat. Find the key. Oh, hold on. We must be in here somewhere. Try the other one. So much rubbish in here. Oh, there's something sticky. Hurry. I am hurrying. No time. Miss Pollard appears to have misplaced my key. I have not. But there's a key here. What? In the lock already. Oh, but that's impossible. Oh, well done, Doctor. You left the key in the lock. Miss Pollard, I would never, but never, leave the key in the lock. Oh! 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 What was that? Ah, don't look. Head down. Oh. Keep your eyes closed. Ah. Mm. Oh. Uh, All right, you can look. Look at what? There, on the horizon. Oh, good grief. A mushroom cloud. It's all right, it must be hundreds of miles away, out to sea. You mean the missile missed? Possibly. But I rather think not. I think this is our Time Lord friend's doing. What do you mean? Uh, Whoever he is... He has access to time-freezing technology. We know that much from Dr. Painton's experience. You mean he froze the missile? Very possibly. You see, unlike Dr. Painton, that missile was suspended in the air. So when the time freeze thawed, the whole planet had revolved a little further around its axis. So what? he did it to save us? To save his own skin, more like. Presumably he feared he wouldn't have enough time to get that psychic extraction machine inside his TARDIS otherwise. So that's how he stole it? I can't imagine how he might have whisked such a device into thin air other than by materialising a TARDIS around it. Oh, I should have words in Gallifreyan ears about this. I can't imagine what good that would do. After all, you've only got my word for it that he was ever here at all. And I'm just a silly little human, aren't I? No. But you were perhaps a little too trusting. Is that it, Doctor? Are we safe, do you think? Uh, I dare say the mainlanders won't realise what's happened for a little while yet. Maybe Dr. Penton can negotiate another reprieve. But no, your species isn't safe. Not in the long term. Well then, perhaps you'd better evacuate everyone, like you said. Oh, that would qualify as quite an unseemly intervention for a Time Lord. Fortunately... I've had a better idea. And what's that? Look around you, all of you. These pop-up pod-like dwellings that make up the town. They're prefabricated items. Part of the basic 30th century build-your-own-colony toolkit. Lightweight plasteel construction, so? Well, for one thing, you can simply roll them from their moorings. And for another, they float. You're not really suggesting that... Everyone here just sails away. (laughs) In search of some island to live on. In search of paradise, perhaps. Well, I'll leave it up to you. Mm -hmm. Come along, Miss Pollard. It's time we were off.